everybody, I'm Carlos Santos, one of the pastors here at Victory Alabama. You're listening to Preaching in Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. We started our Metro series with a question, why the city? We learned that cities are an act of God's grace and designed to be a transmitter of the gospel. But let's face it, they can also be places of extreme stress. I mean, talk about the traffic going into Metro Manila through the SLEX. Man, uh, you could literally spend half your life there. Everyone is in need of some kind of rescue from something. Everyone is in need of a rescuer. What Psalms 107 paints is a beautiful song by and for the exiled Israelites longing for their forsaken promised land, longing for the promised one to deliver them as he, of course, constantly does again and again and again. So what does the message of that psalm, what does it look like in real life? What I love is that in the middle of each segment of the psalm, there's always a turning point of God's people crying out, crying out to their God and God responding and rescuing them in from their distress. So why don't I read a little bit about that verse, starting from verse 4. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to a city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way till they reached a city to dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wondrous works to the children of man, for He satisfies the longing soul and the hungry soul He fills with good things. What God has zeroed in on my heart is that it includes a tiny portion of the verse that implies that God has heard the cry and responded. That's from the Hebrew word Shema. Now, I know many of us are great speakers, but can we be like our God and be prolific listeners as well? So if you happen to have a workmate, a classmate, family, or friend out of the sorts, or they look like they're pouring over a, a, a hard situation, or they're isolating themselves because there's something keeping them away from you know, doing the usual hullabaloo of the day, and the usual how are you actually leads to a real conversation of how bad it is for them, here are some ways to be a good listener. Number one, well, focus to listen. No cell phones, please. No FB, no IG, whatever thing is taking you away from that moment, that precious moment. Let's get ready to give time to this. A good 30 minutes to an hour. It'll be just like, you know, like the prodigal father or the good shepherd who's so focused on us. I've had conversations with people and how this focus can make them feel like, you know, how they, they always tell me, you know what, uh, Pastor, I feel like you made me feel like I was the only person in the whole world. That's a wonderful feeling to take away from a conversation with us, don't you think? Number two is we could listen to understand. Let's not give solutions right away. Let's, let's give feedback. I mean, they won't care anyway about what we know until they know for certain that we care. Thank you, Rick Warren, for that. I mean, we could say stuff like, let me repeat what you said, okay? Would you correct me if I'm wrong? I mean, just to see if I understand you clearly. I mean, me and my wife, Leah, we, we would have these... Uh, passion, quote-unquote, discussions. Oh, let's just make it real. These, these arguments, okay? Me and Leo, she would constantly tell me, I don't want you to, I don't need you to give me a solution to this problem. What I need is for you to understand. I need to know that you understand me. Let's listen to understand. Number three, why don't we listen until we love them? 
listen until we love them. This could take time. It's certainly not just one conversation. Yes, the great news of deliverance is ready to be heard. The gospel's right there in our hand and in our heart. But the constant ready ear and listening heart also paves a great, powerful, clear way for Jesus to do his mighty work. I, I try not to pray for someone until I'm pretty sure I feel the heartbeat of God for them. And I kid you not, if you take that stance, sometimes they're going to tell you. Sometimes they're going to they're gonna respond to your prayer. I will just start with, you know what? I feel your Father in Heaven sees what you're going through. And just by those statements, they will start crying. They'll start tearing up. I mean, our goal is not to make people cry, of course, but to let them feel the heartbeat of our Father in Heaven. And once you feel that heartbeat yourself, our prayers will have such a powerful impact. And perhaps even just our listening. So can we be that church? Can we be that community? Can we be that society that dares enough, that cares enough to listen and to love? Thanks for tuning in. So if you like what you heard, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on our website, www.victoryalabang.church. While you're at it, you can share it with your friends too. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode.